This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hello and welcome back to the Wildcat Scoop Podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Shear, here with... Jason Shear. And we are here to do our recap of the Arizona football game against Washington tonight. Um, well, you know, my predictions, my prediction clearly didn't come true. Because <laughs> Arizona... Um, was defeated in the end, 31 Washington, Arizona 24. Uh, but before we begin our recap, we have a friendly word from our sponsor. Yes, that's right, Shelby. Our friendly sponsor, homefieldapparel.com. Go to homefieldapparel.com and enter the code WILDCATSCOOP23, one word, all caps, and get 15% off your first order. Thank you. Wow. Okay, we're going to keep it... Short and sweet tonight, like no it's late. playful banter. I think we're, I'm like so tired. Shelby's tired. We've had a very long But you know what day. she's about to do? Take all her clothes off and get in some home field apparel. They are comfy shirts to sleep in. They are. They are very comfy. Yeah. Um, okay, well. Before we start, can we talk about my injury? I'm on the DL. Your injury. It's, I don't know why you want to like perpetuate this. It really hurts. I'm yeah. struggling right so, now. So, okay, here, people have to understand the background. Usually the the food in the press box, I mean it's it's all right. It's a lot of times depending on when you get up to go get it, it's lukewarm. It's not like steaming hot off the grill or or off the out of the oven. And so knowing that that I just told you, tell the people what happened tonight. I got myself some chicken fingers and I grabbed one and you grab it with the tongs and then you know, I grabbed it with my hand and I just took a big bite. And it was uh, brand new and scalding hot. <laughs> Jason ripped up the top of his uh, mouth. It is done. My mouth has been eliminated. It's like I when have... you eat a really hot piece of pizza because no, you can't worse. wait. It's worse. It is. It's like ex- a third degree burn. It is excruciating. I'm pretty sure there's a blister for me. Oh, that's the worst. Now we can't make out. Uh, Dang wait, it, what? chicken tender. But I'm just saying, I'm 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 going through it for you guys. Um. Well, while Jason ponders his war wounds. No moral victories, Jason, but is it difficult to be disappointed tonight? I kind of feel like it is. I was going to tweet, like, and I talked to Michael Luke, who's very sober, on the way home, and <laughs> um, he was saying the same thing. Like, Arizona, when the, when the, when the ball kicked off, Arizona was a 20-point underdog. Uh, it was a three-touchdown underdog. And it was in it till the end. Now, was there a point of the game where you thought to yourself, Arizona's going to win? No, not really. But Arizona's not a top 10 team in the country. Washington is. Like, there are multiple people, myself included, I think Washington is the best team in the Pac-12. And 
Michael Penix was the Heisman favorite going into this game, and Washington's offense was unstoppable. And a lot of people, myself included, I, I mean, you, your predictions are whatever. We don't count yours. But I predicted Arizona to lose <laughs> by 18 points. Um, everybody on the Washington side, all their writers, they have like five, Wait six a second. guys. I, I predicted it wasn't one touchdown. You it did. was just the other way. Right. Um, <laughs> like everybody on the Washington side, they got like five or six guys picked just ridiculous, like 55 to 13, 62 to 21. Like there aren't many people that thought this would be close. And, um, you know, I say like all the times I don't get overly upset about losses and Sometimes I'll wake up on Sunday morning and Shelby's been a part of this and I just wake up like pissed off. I'm like, God damn it, Arizona. <laughs> like, shouldn't have, that shouldn't have happened. I don't feel like this is going to be one of these games. Like, I'm not cool with losing. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, you know, Arizona was okay. I mean, they weren't really projected to win anyway. Yeah, it, I'm cool. It's just frustrating. And we've, we've talked about it and it might come up later here in the questions. But it's just like, Oh, if only, if only. It's like, if only they could wake up in the first half a little bit more. Yeah. You know, the defense could have stopped Washington at least once in the first half. And I asked Jed about that. I said, you know, Washington in the first quarter looked like they were going to win 100 to nothing. Like, it was stupid. And people were like, why isn't Arizona blitzing with them? I'm like, this is Washington. I kept screaming at the, I, <laughs> what? Like, it doesn't matter what you do. This is the Washington, I mean... You were like, it, it was bad, right? Arizona had 18 yards in the first quarter. Yeah, it was I was good. like, okay, what? I literally was thinking, what am I going to do <laughs> in the second half? Like, how should I keep myself busy? Um, but Judd said that he, he had a feeling it would take time to settle in. Like, Washington's offense is explosive, and Arizona's offense, you know, you've got a new quarterback and all that, and um, he would have liked it to take a little less time to settle in, but Arizona absolutely... Settled in. And yes, the first quarter thing is an issue. I know that Jed and Brandon Carroll downplayed it this week, but it's an issue. You can't keep going scoreless in the first quarter against good teams. Um, it's going to keep on coming back to bite you, so they have to figure that out. I don't read too much into it because of the QB issue. You know, you're starting a new QB and all that, but it is definitely something they have to figure out moving forward. All right. Well, what did you make of Senor Fafita tonight? Well... It, this is going to be an interesting week, Shelby. Uh, from Jed's perspective, I don't think it's an interesting week. I, I, I think that Jaden Delora, if he's healthy, will likely be the guy against USC. If he's healthy. And I'm just saying this now at midnight on Saturday after the Washington game. I would not expect Jed at any point to tell you who's starting. And you said that last week, too. Right. The only time that Jed is going to tell you who is starting is when Jaden Delora takes the field fully healthy. That's it. Because why would you tell shitty-ass Alex Grinch, who can't prepare for anyone, who you're starting at quarterback? Put more on his plate. There's just no reason. And from what I understand, both of them have, Wiley and Jaden Delora have ankle sprains. So it really may be a game-time decision with treatment and all that. They may not practice, you know, for most of the week. So we'll see. Um... I know is an interesting case. I think the Arizona fans, the majority of them believe that Noah Fafita should be the quarterback moving forward after tonight's performance. Uh, the thing with Noah is I think you saw both cases, the right? The best 
And maybe not the best. Right. So, <laughs> my dogs just attacked each other. Um, so, the thing with Noah is you're not going to get the vertical threat that you would with Jade and Delora. Uh, Jade and Delora will throw the ball downfield much more than Noah will. Um, <laughs> I'm being distracted. Maxie's the 14-year-old dog we're babysitting, and I hope this isn't the calm before the storm. You know, like when people are dying and they like get energy before they die. Maxie's now playing with my younger dog. So hopefully. <laughs> so he just walked off, actually. All right, so sorry. that ended. So, all right. Anyway, um, I, I think with Noah, like you saw, he's not going to get as vertical as Jade and Delora. But, Shelby, he's also not going to make some of the ridiculous mistakes. Now, I think the thing that was funny about his interception, which wound up not costing Arizona. So it was a bad turnover, but it didn't cost Arizona any points. Washington didn't score off it. Is that it was a very Jaden Delora interception, right? You're being sacked. You're going down. There's two defenders. You want to make something happen. Just take the sack. Live to play another day. Instead, he basically tosses it right to a Washington player. If Jaden Delora did that, it would be the worst interception ever. Of all time. Noah did that, and it's like, okay, it was a mistake. We'll get him again next time, right? And I get it. I completely get it. It's because it's not a pattern for Noah. Noah did a very good job of taking what the defense gave him. Um, really used the middle of the field very well. Spread the ball out. Cowing was targeted. Tanner had six catches. McMillan had six. Uh, Cowing at eight. Jonah, three. Montana, three. Kevin Green had that nice catch at the end when Cowing went out with um, an injury or he was gassed. I don't know. We'll have to see next week. But eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Like, I don't have any complaints about Noah Fafita's performance. If Jetfish said, you know what? Noah earned the starting job tonight against USC. I wouldn't argue at all. The one thing I just wonder is, was Noah good enough for Jed to say, you know what? This is our guy. I don't think he was. Does that mean he was bad? Absolutely not. Three touchdowns, one interception, which is bad, 232 yards. Um, but again, like the average yards per completion was 8.6, which is relatively low. Um, 232 passing yards on 40 attempts. You know, it's, it's Arizona's offense only finished with 342 yards. Uh, that's not very good. Um, but, you know, a lot of that is probably due to the running game. At the end of the day, the running game only averaged three and a half yards per carry. So I have no qualms. Like, I don't think Noah Fafita lost Arizona the game by any stretch of the imagination. I thought it was solid. 
I feel like Arizona fans should be feel fine about it. I just don't know if it was that performance that's going to cause Jed to be like, you know what, this is our guy right now. I will agree with that. As much as I would like that to be the case, I don't think any head coach who has invested the time and energy into Jaden Delora to be able to just be like, nope, we're going to go with Noah today. But I will say this, and I think tonight did something similar in that if, let's say Jaden's healthy against USC and he's not playing well, mm-hmm. I think tonight makes it much easier to turn to Noah. To pull him. Right. I think like if Jaden is healthy for USC and he throws two picks in the first quarter and you've got Noah and you look at him, I think tonight's performance makes it much more difficult to say, you know what, Jaden, go out. Maybe you'll throw two other picks. We'll find out. As opposed to Noah, who you're saying, look, Noah's may not have the vertical threat. Now, like, the thing is, like, with USC, USC's defense is bad, and a lot of it is because you could throw deep on them. Do you say, you know what, if, if they're both healthy, like, in, in Jed Fish's mind, my guess is he's like, you know what, Jaden may make a few more mistakes, but he's going to throw for 400 yards. Right. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I will say I noticed a couple times when the camera cut to him on the sidelines, you can kind of tell, like, it kind of looked like he and Wiley were kind of making plans. Like, they know. And honestly, sometimes healthy competition pulls the best out of somebody. And so when he's seeing Noah being highly competent out there, you know, uh, cool under pressure, that maybe will make him bring the better version of JDL that we would like to see. And I'll say this. You know Jed Fish has done a nice job of offensive recruiting. When Arizona loses its starting backfield and you still, there's not really much of a drop off and you're, you're okay with it. Like you're okay with a backfield of Noah Fafita and Jonah Coleman over Jaden Delora and Michael Wiley. Like it's really not that big of a difference. I mean, like when you look at the running numbers, Jonah Coleman, it wound up being 12 for 44, but he had the big catch, right? Like he had. Uh, the carries was the yeah, end. DJ Williams, I thought, was fantastic, especially in the second half. So, I mean, you look at it, and, and if Wiley and Jaden Delora, and I got the vibe after the game from Fish, too. If they're not 100%, they're not playing. Right. Like, they, like I don't think you can trot them out any less than 100% against USC. It just, it doesn't, it's not fair to your team, and it's not fair to them. It's got to be in service to the team 100%. So, that will be evolving as the week goes on. Um, T-Mac gets a lot of credit for his playmaking, obviously, but something else impressed you tonight, Jason. What was it? Yeah, we've seen T-Mac make a million one-handed catches where you just go, man, this dude's just stupid, right? I would like him to start doing somersaults while he does it. Like it's, it's, I mean, the, the touchdown catch he had, the second one was just dumb, right? He's hurt. I hope that they don't run an x-ray tomorrow and find out that he has like a hyperextended elbow and he's out for this weekend. Like it could be one of those things. He is going to be hurting. He's going to be sore tomorrow. Right. Like Jed and Jed and I asked Jed and Jed goes, I don't know if you guys saw this. There were like five times where I literally told T-Mac to come off the field because he was hurt and he said no. And so if you watched before his touchdown, he's flexing his elbow. Yeah, like he, he was hurting. His he, arm was hurting. Like like he hyperextended his elbow. And you're like, and it was stupid. He slipped. And, and you're like, he's got to come out. And then he makes the touchdown catch. If you go back and watch that game, if you didn't see it happening live, Washington 
beat the crap out of him. It was absolutely part of the game plan. There was one route where he flat out got tackled. Uh, even the PIs were aggressive. When Arizona got the ball and T-Mac was trying to block or even in the open field, someone laid him out. Like, he took more hits in this game than I think he had the entire season combined. It was, now it wasn't dirty, but it was 100%. There was a few plays, but... There's was, a guy named Horton on the defense of Washington that whoa. is nasty. Whoa, okay. Let it up. I was not happy, and the girls were like, Mom, who are you yelling at? I was screaming at that dude. Horton, here's a who. He was, uh, you mean Hampton, I'm pretty sure. Whatever. I, yeah, Hampton Inn. I kept saying Hampton Inn. Because yeah, there is no Horton, but you go. Horton, here's a who. Hampton Inn. That's right. what it is. I respect you. Um, but his toughness, like this... And look, we've seen him do all the acrobatic, whatever. Today was a day where he said... I'm not just an acrobatic, you know, I am a tough mf'er. Like, True grit. Like, he, you, you love that. Uh, good movie, too. He was targeted nine times. He had six catches for 45 yards and two touchdowns. They tried every which way to cover him and stop him from getting the ball. Um, they really beat him up, and he still found a way to, to do it. Uh, he's as good as advertised. I was really, really impressed, and I think the offense fed off his toughness, and um, sometimes, you know, you're like, man, no, just take a break. And for him to wave off Jed, it wasn't stupid. It was, no, like, my team needs me, and I'm going to go out and score this touchdown and go get some cortisone shots and call tonight. And go jump in an ice bath and, oh, you know. Um, well, were you surprised by the defensive game plan tonight? Uh, no, I told people that this would be the defensive game plan. They yep. went to the dollar package uh, quite a bit. And you could tell, I mean, Johnny Nansen pretty much said in his presser, he goes, their whole offense is based on explosive plays. And our job is to take away the explosive play. And we saw the dollar package. And I mentioned in the preview podcast, they're going to use it. And it worked. Uh, it started off in a scary way. Washington basically said, we're just going to throw it to our check down guy and and so be it and you're like well why isn't arizona guarding the check down guy because arizona strategy was basically like look washington can't do this forever and that was going to be the strategy and you take a look and you know i don't have the snap count we'll get the snap count on pff tomorrow whatever but i gotta think genesis smith played more snaps than he has probably all season combined and they kept gunner in there and they kept hamuli in there and um, Flo didn't play as many snaps because he's not as strong in, in coverage and Hamuli's better in coverage. And Hamuli was great uh, for the most part, but um, they basically said, we're going to cover and, and we're going to, you better take the underneath route and play it safe. And if we make the open field tackles, we're going to be fine, but you are not beating us down the field. It is not going to happen. And I will say this and Washington fans on their boards are saying the same thing. I would expect every single opponent of Washington for the rest of the season to steal Arizona's defensive strategy. You cannot play them man-to-man -man and jam them because, again, people are like, why aren't they jamming them? Why are they? Teams have tried that. They are the number one offense in the country in explosive plays last season and already this season, by far. You can't do it. And so you've got to take away the explosive play, and my guess is that Teams will defend Washington like this for the rest of the season. Good. And you can take our defensive scheme for free as long as you 
get those Washington guys. You know I don't like Washington. She'll be so tired right now. She's even speaking English. I'm not speaking English. But I don't like Washington. Shelby doesn't like. They're she so mean. Has. Well, Shelby, this is probably the last time Arizona's facing. I them. know, but still, honey. I have shades of being upset by Sark. Shades of gray. Shades of Sark. Okay. <laughs> but not. That should not, be a drink, am I right? Not in that know. way. I don't know. That was mean. Um. Whatever. Why? We just said that. Why was the defense yeah, effective it, tonight? Right. So I, I pretty much answered that question. So Okay. Gonna... Next question. Um, you said earlier that you have no complaints about tonight, but how much confidence did it give you overall moving forward? Yeah. I mean, look, you got to think that, like, this is a murderer's row, that Arizona's Hard state, schedule. Right? But when you take a look at Arizona's overall schedule, right, and I know some people – are saying like, oh, USC, USC is going to be very tough, right? Um, at USC, at Washington State, and then you get a bye week. Two very difficult games. Are they impossible? You don't really get the feeling they're impossible anymore, right? Very difficult. Would be an upset if Arizona won either one. But you, you, I think where you feel better is Arizona at home against Oregon State. Arizona at home against UCLA. Arizona at Colorado. Arizona home against Utah. Those teams aren't outstanding. Like I, I, and I know that Oregon State's good. I don't think Oregon State's outstanding by any means. I know people may disagree with me, but it absolutely a game like this gives you more confidence because if Arizona, look, Washington scored ten points in the second half. Michael Penix did not throw for a touchdown the entire game. Uh, you know, it, it, it's if you can do that against arguably the best offense in the country. Like, Roma Dunze is awesome. 64 yards. Right? Like, it, 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 and so, that was, I think this is the only game, no, I know it is. Remember the stat? Washington had two 100-yard receivers mm-hmm. in every game this season? Mm-hmm. Didn't have one. Boom. Didn't have one. Michael Penix threw for 363 yards, but no touchdowns, a lot of underneath routes, no explosive plays. Um, you know, the long catch was the big one to Cuevas, the 57-yarder. But other than that, the long was Bernard for 24. That's not that long. Um, you know, Arizona actually had a longer, you know, Coleman for 33 and McLaughlin had the 17. They took away the explosive play. And I would assume Arizona's going to do something similar against USC. And we'll see how this works. But I think overall, yeah, Arizona should have, fans should have confidence that there's no game on the schedule where you look and you go, man, Arizona's just going to get murked. Right. Well, and I, I said that, I think, in the last podcast. I Arizona has a pretty good track record recently with Jed Fish of not getting blown out with, you know, obviously we have that ASU Marvel exception. But um, they keep playing him close because, like, that, that moment is coming. And the defense is measurably better. Like, there's no argument about the defense not being improved. By the way, you said the word. I don't want to go into detail, but I guess Yogi Roth said something, and literally I got 100 texts about oh my God. something so he said dirty. about Jonah Coleman. You guys are all animals. I have DMs. I it have was texts. Really I funny. have tweets. Yogi's a good guy. Stop being perfect. It was just a slip of the tongue. Oh, wait. You're disgusting. Um, anyway. Disgusting. Anyway. I'm not yet. What's the next question? Uh, player shout out, Shelby. Like player shout outs. Uh, I'm going to shout out my guy. My Canadian friend, Tanner McLaughlin, six catches, 51 yards, uh, clearly had something going on in the middle. Tanner! 
Um, you know, DJ Williams, I thought, had those big carries in the second half. Played really well. I want to shout out Johnny Nansen. Thank you. A lot of guys, basically, a lot of people basically buried him, right? And we said it before, we said it last week, that a lot of times, especially on the defensive side of the ball, you were only good as your talent. And Nansen has proved that he's a very capable defensive coordinator with talent, right? Like, he had a good game plan today, even though Arizona fans were crushing him in the first quarter. It wound up being a fine game plan. Uh, I have said this before, that Arizona safeties are not very good. Mm-hmm. But there is one safety that has been very good this season. There has been one. Dalton Johnson uh, is awesome. He's great. He deserves it. He's a great kid. Ten tackles, forced the fumbles tonight. Very good game. I thought Daniel Humuli, for the most part, was very good against his former team. One and a half tackles for loss. Arizona, Shelby. The Washington Huskies allowed seven sacks all last season. 13 games or whatever it was. They had allowed one sack all year going into this game. They allowed two tonight. Shout out Tia Savea. Shout out Taylor Upshaw for getting those sacks. We see you. Two may not seem like a lot, but Arizona had more sacks than Washington and had double the amount of sacks and one-third of the amount of sacks that Washington allowed all season. Arizona's defense came to play. Shout out literally everyone on that side of the ball. Even you, Gunnar Maldonado. That's a big thing for you to say. That's yeah. a huge thing for you and to look, say. There were guys that didn't play on that defense. Uh, I don't recall. I'd have to look, but I don't recall seeing Martel Irby. I didn't see him either. Um, he didn't finish with any stats. So, I mean. He was out. Yeah, so. I'm going to shout out the unsung hero. Me? Because, you know, I always have a thing for special teams as well as tight ends. Uh, but Tyler Loop, thank you yeah. for doing your job. Yeah. Because, you know, you always get mad at the kicker when they mess up, but, like, nobody gives them love when they do well. Austin Dort. Austin Dort, Three great. punts inside the 20. Had that ridiculous 69. Hey, now. Yard punt. That was a great punt. Baba Bowie. Uh, and Arizona didn't allow any big returns. Washington is extremely dangerous with those punt returns. And uh, no punt returns at all. Yeah. For Washington, they did not return a punt. Kyle Ossendorp, three punts, none of them returned. Yep. So, great job, special teams. We see you. We know you're doing a good job. And uh, this one up being longer than I thought it would be, but it's That's good. what she said, Shelby. It's just, you know, I was going to say something it else was dirty. A mouthful. Right? I was just going to say Something else dirty, I'm not going to say it. You can say it was a mouthful I was going to say... Shout out Yogi Roth. It's all over the place. All over the place. Am I right, Yogi Roth? Okay. That's what she said. Hey, no. It's Saturday night. It's like BT after dark Did you say campus is crazy right now? Campus was absolutely insane when I left. I saw multiple car accidents. Uh, there were women coming at me from all different angles. They said, I am married. They're like, are you Jason Shear? I said, calm. Hold your horses. I am a married man. Wow, that's a lot of conversations to have. Uh, just yeah, being just alone in the walking. press box with all those guys that you work with. I was in with. the press box. Uh, I was also in an elevator in... with uh, the entire family of a Washington cornerback. There were 38 people in his family, I'm pretty sure. Ugh. Um, but nice nice family from Houston. I won't say the player, but nice family. There were technical difficulties in the press box tonight, I heard. The internet was a little out and in. I think the biggest technical difficulty 
was that uh, I'm now suing the other day. <laughs> you know, like the McDonald's thing? Where you, the, the, person, the hot coffee? Yeah. The chicken the hot fingers chicken finger. were illegally warm tonight. I burnt my mouth. They were sub-nuclear, as I like uh, to jokingly say. It was an, a horrific experience. What I'm excited about is that I now get to hear you complain about Oh, I'm going to bitch about, about this. this until it heals. You better like, hope. The healing process is going to be super fun for me. Well, physically and emotionally. Oh, wow. Okay. Are you going to dream about that chicken tender? When can I eat a chicken finger again? How do I trust it? Wow. All right. Well, these are the deep thoughts we're going to have. I'll see you again. You're not getting away with no singing on this podcast. All right. Bear down. Who that there? Unbreak my heart. Let the chicken cool before you put it in your mouth. That's what she said. Hey. What? I thought that was a good one. Love you.